I'm Kai Messman Hallman, a junior psychology major at Colorado College, and I'm originally from San Diego, California. And uh, my podcast will be a wrap-up of our class in Berlin this past month, and we'll be talking about our biggest takeaways from the course. And we'll also be looking back on some of our favorite sessions from the past block. Okay, so I'm here with Uma and Drew, and if you guys just want to sort of introduce yourselves, yeah, say absolutely. Your last names. I'm, uh, my name is Uma Sharf. I am a neuroscience major at Colorado College. I'm a junior, and I am originally from Baltimore, Maryland. My name is Drew Siglinski. I'm from Bath, Maine. I'm a junior at Colorado College. Okay, so um, we're here talking about sort of um, a wrap-up of the course as a whole. Um, so my first question um, was just sort of what the highlight sessions were of this whole course, which I know we had a lot, but if maybe there were like a top three that you guys had, um, and then we can go from there. Yeah. Well, I'd say my top three, well, probably my number one, obviously, was Lambda, Mm -hmm. which I obviously did a podcast on, and that one seemed the most relevant to me. I also liked the Queer Berlin walking tour Mm -hmm. and the Schwulis Museum. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Being a gay man with Duke. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I really enjoyed our conversation with Susie, and I also really enjoyed the Jewish walking tour. I thought that was incredible, and I think the most recent one that we had really, really spoke to me as well, and that was the one with the conversation about the Sinti and Roma people, particularly the Romani here in Germany at at their archives. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, a little bit of overlap, like, um, I really enjoyed the conversation with Susie as well, and the Lambda conversation, um, and then as well, I really enjoyed the Jewish Antifa um, discussion, and sort of getting to see a little bit more, like, how these activist organizations, like, actually do their work, um, and so I guess, um, First, we can sort of talk about, um, like, what parts of these sessions, like, how they differed from our, because none of us are femgen majors, um, sort of how they differed from our usual um, courses. Yeah. Well, at least for me, this is completely mm-hmm. different from what I'm normally normally taking. I'm normally taking really science-heavy courses, Mm -hmm. and I think that as much as CC is a liberal arts institution and there's supposed to be discourse about minorities and discourse about, like, race and, like, gender and all sorts of things, I think that is a little bit tough um, to talk about in the sciences and just doesn't happen that much, so I think... Mm -hmm this entire course has very much been not what I usually talk about within my classes at CC, which has been really, really refreshing for Mm me. Um, And I think especially after coming from the Lüneburg program and living in 
Germany for three months, I think being able to take a really critical lens to Germany and to Berlin from the perspective of minorities and from these like hidden mm-hmm. narratives, hidden voices that we've been discussing has has been an essential way to end my experience here in Germany. Yeah. And I think that it's really opened my eyes. Not that I didn't I didn't notice dynamics mm-hmm. before, but I really think that it was a really valuable experience to be able to actually like talk with the groups of people that are engaging in this discourse. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, I think that was like the biggest um, sort of like change from sort of usual education, like mm-hmm. with this kind of things, mm-hmm. is actually being able to go and like talk with the groups who are doing this specific yeah. work rather than mm-hmm. sort of just you know like sitting in a classroom and like reading mm-hmm. about what kind of work they do we actually got to go and like see and hear from them directly yeah. like yeah. what they're actively doing yeah. to sort of create yeah. that kind of change and and we yeah. haven't discussed this i mean sorry we have discussed this before yeah. not in depth but I think I've really gotten a new perspective on how change happens Mm -hmm, and what needs to occur for change to happen. And I I think that was something that I was missing from the dialogue at CC. And so I think this course was really valuable in that way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of, um, I mean, at least I feel like some of the courses, because there is kind of, um, you know, there are these, like, requirements, like, when you go to CC, but, like, yeah. even if you're a science major, you know, mm-hmm. you, like, have to take, like, <laughs> a social justice course or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what's kind of missing, like, for me, a lot of those courses, like, it was sort of like, okay, here's how everything around you sucks, <laughs> so, like, deal yeah. with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was kind yeah. of like, it was kind of like, okay, so, like there it is and then they just kind of shove you off into like whatever next thing and it's yeah. like wait um like yeah i don't know what I, to do <laughs> i think that for me the difference between this course and my science classes in the geo major have is like what question is being asked in like mm-hmm. geo classes it is always what like what is causing this what like makes this do that and then in this class it's been who like Mm -hmm. who can tell this story who like is finding out this Mm -hmm. even and i think that that is like yeah it's like how this applies to geology is like who can be a geologist you Mm -hmm. know like a like kind of conversation we've been having in our geo department at, at cc is like why is our geo department all white men aside from one white woman? Mm-hmm. Like, our geo department yeah. like doesn't represent the CC population whatsoever. It doesn't yeah. rep- even represent geologists mm-hmm. in general. <laughs> like, and I think that that's not a, a a perspective that our professors would ever even like acknowledge. Yeah, in the yeah. Geo department. Yeah, no, definitely, um, and even just like like a lot of people I know it's like sort of this Western time requirement like the fact that this is the course okay. that we got to take for our Western time requirement mm-hmm. um to me is just like so like like unlike any other kind of like yeah. <laughs> a yeah. Western yeah. time thing that anyone I know has ever done 
Um, no more philosophy. No, yeah, and a lot of it is sort of, you know, it's just like white philosophy, like yeah. Western time, yeah. exactly. which is something that right. I think a lot of us have sort of been getting yeah. since, you know, like yeah. we were in middle school, it's sort yeah. of. Um, it's also been really interesting to examine a space that is, I think, to the outside world, really viewed as like almost a safe haven or a haven Mm -hmm. for minorities especially queer people especially well yeah especially for queer people and being like a big city being the capital Mm -hmm. you know there are more people of color here than Mm -hmm. elsewhere in germany and i think that it's been really important to delve deeper into that and recognize all the ways in in which in some ways, you know, working with these organizations, like, that is a discourse that I think is beginning to arise here, yeah, and definitely. and how, like, how how new that work is, and how important it yeah. is, but also Absolutely. in h- how many ways in which Berlin and Germany is really not actually a haven. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, like, Germany does have this history of, like, trying to be inclusive to all these different groups. Like, the, like, first ever gay rights movement in the world was was mm-hmm. started here in 1897, which was mm-hmm. so long ago. But, like, so many things have been suppressed in, in Berlin and Germany in general for so long that it seems like a lot has fallen by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And now they, like, have a lot mm-hmm. of catching up to do. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, like, the idea that, like, oh, but we did this, yeah. so, like, so we're, we're fine. Good. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, and, like, We built this really? memorial, so right. we can't be racist we're anymore. We're cool right. with, like... Yeah. And, like, really, yeah. I think, like, what this class has done is really, like, taken a lens to how colonialism, how naturalization policies how world war ii has really like impacted the way that germanness is viewed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the way that germanness is identical to whiteness here Mm -hmm. and how then inherently that society cannot be inclusive to to people of color to other minorities yeah and how and how that's really, like, super systemic and just, like, creating a memorial, like, or, like, really, like, you know, yeah, creating mm-hmm. memorials and, like, reparations, that is not enough. Yeah. You know, there needs to be a discourse about race in Germany, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. that is something that... And queerness beyond just gay, white, cisgender, able-bodied men. No, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Um, like, I think... Um, a lot of sort of what we've been talking about um, in class a little bit, how, like, there's kind of, you know, a lot of, like, rightfully so, criticism about, like, American politics and the yeah. way, like, mm-hmm. that they handle racial identity and sexual identity or and sexuality. Um, but sort of the idea that it's it's not enough to, mm-hmm. like, just not be as bad yeah. as, like, yeah. that one, you know? It's, it's like... like- Almost seems like criticism of someone else 
like absolves people from criticism of themselves yeah it like alleviates that guilt it's like oh well like thank god we're not that and it's like well there's like still could be worse but you could be better (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) no exactly um and i guess um it's going a little further sort of what were was there anything that you we're sort of hoping to learn a bit more about or like hear more about um during this class like hmm. I don't know uh for me I honest well this is in the feminist and gender studies department mm-hmm. and I feel like we did not learn that much about feminism like covered feminism from all these different perspectives, but I feel like mm. I don't. Well, I, I think don't really have an understanding of what feminism is in general. I but think it, it also isn't an intro class, so true. That I is true, also yeah. think that we talked about like queer identity, mm-hmm. like a decent amount, and I think that is really tied in. And mm-hmm. I think that maybe we haven't really been using like the word feminism. Mm-hmm that directly but I do think that this course is also like very much an intersectional one and mm-hmm. I think the when we when we've been talking about people of color we've been talking about women no mm-hmm. yeah for the most part and I think that that's that true. is something that's really important to recognize and I think even um like personally I would like one women of my... sorry women with a star okay yeah <laughs> asterisk. Um, asterisk yeah um and I think, like, one of the things that um, really stuck out to me was um, during the Cynthia and Roma um, feminist organization, like, when she was talking to us about how they've been working with the DEFRA mm-hmm. um, and, like, having these conversations, um, like, the way that they were able to sort of set up this, um, like, they each have their own separate spaces to talk about what they need to talk about because yeah. they, mm-hmm. um, they were acknowledging, you know, that, like, even though we kind of, like, were inspired by a lot of black feminist writers and things like that, like, mm-hmm. our experience is different in certain mm-hmm. ways that, like, we need our own discourse about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea that they were able, like to keep those spaces and still, like, come together and try and have conversations that help, like, both yeah. of them. And, like, it was it was, was Peggy cool. from Adefer, I think, who was saying that, like, most effective groups are, like, 50 to 60 people. Mm-hmm. And, like... Mm-hmm. Jewish Antifa was also yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. like, really yeah, wanted to keep... Their group wasn't more than, like, ten people yeah. or something and like, like that. Yeah. It's, like, and these, like, small groups who, like, kind of accomplish specific goals. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, all these groups join together to, like, accomplish yeah. bigger goals. Yeah, which, which but I think in is general, really having, like, a huge, huge group does not... Is not very effective. And that mm-hmm. ties back into, like, the conversation about how change happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it kind of clouds... Like, ideas get sort of clouded up in like when there is so many people sort of it's hard to like set specific goals to do what you want to do and And people who like like are coming from different places coming from different identities and have like specific goals that pertain to themselves Mm -hmm. so having a smaller group that is more catered to like 
more individual identities, I think, than being able to come together, different groups together and, like, work, like, together and, like, intersectionally is how it's Mm -hmm. most effective. Yeah, and I think, um, like, even just, because I think that was one of the um, things that wasn't necessarily um, surprising, but I just think, like, different from... um, a lot of other, like, you know, like, opportunities that I've had to, like, speak with kind of, um, like, community organizations like that is how small a lot of them were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, like, the smaller groups were able to, like, tell us what they were doing, how mm-hmm. they were doing it, like, who they were trying to help, like, what specific things they were doing a lot better than a lot of these, like, sort of huge, like, umbrella organizations yeah, that are, absolutely. like, set up. Yeah. Um, and that was really, um, like, inspiring, but also just, like, I feel like I've never really mm-hmm. gotten that anywhere else, where it's, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. like, a group of absolutely. ten people can yeah. do something that's going to change yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. the environment that they're living in yeah. it is is totally true though it was uh oh it was maya angelou who said never doubt that a small group of concerned citizens can change the world indeed mm-hmm. it is the only thing that ever has mm-hmm. and like that has definitely become true. clear to me here in berlin yeah i think and it like also makes me feel like i should be doing more in america you know (laughs) like i should like get my friends together and we should like make our own organization because it only takes this many people oh yeah and like super true we certainly have enough friends oh yeah um and i think even um like i think heidi talked about it a little bit in class sort of this idea that we've been educated to think that that has no impact yeah you know that like oh like i'm a single person like i can't yeah, I'm, I'm just a cog in the machine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think it's sort of being away from that and actually seeing people in action. Mm-hmm. And um, how that's how that's been really effective and how that's... Yeah, yeah. And even just sort of understanding that, like... Um, like, I think with, like, all of the, like, you know, highlights that we had, mm-hmm. like, Susie, Jewish Antifa, Lambda... Um, mm-hmm like, the impacts, like, the direct impact that they're making may only affect, like, you know, the a certain group of people who are, like, in their surroundings, but the effect that that has is so important and so, like, life-changing, I think, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of, like, this idea that change can only happen on a big scale mm-hmm. was sort of, like... Mm-hmm. Shattered for yeah. me personally. Definitely. Yeah. No, definitely for me too. <laughs> it's also interesting going back to what you were saying about the Western time, just coming to a place where I think a lot of times what I've heard other people say is that there isn't like a race problem in Europe. There isn't like yeah. discrimination in the same way in Europe. Europe is post-racial. Right. Yeah. And I think <laughs> that has been 
so clearly illuminated to me as ridiculously false, and I think mm-hmm. that... Reductive, everything. Right, and I think that... I think the racial issues that exist here are different and manifest differently than they do in the States. Um, but what... You know, just the fact that black Germans, like, can identify only with their Germanness and not with mm-hmm. their blackness and not with those two things as being within one individual is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. And I think that the fact that... Um, and that, like, Cynthia and Roma are still actively disenfranchised. And, like, Cynthia and Roma movements are, are still don't get any media coverage. Mm-hmm. Things like that still are happening today still happened in 2016 in 2017 mm-hmm. yeah like, and even the fact that you know it's like people don't even yeah know like yeah that like people still don't even know mm-hmm. that um sentian wrote like what they should identify as you right. know yeah like people are still trying to kind of push this whole like gypsy yeah. narrative onto them and like like, even what she, she was talking about, how the, like, what was it, a PhD student? Yeah. What? The PhD student who, like, the family specifically was, told. Yeah. Was like, hey, please do not use this word. Like, that is incredibly <laughs> offensive yeah. to us. And, like, the like, dance teacher who, like, was there, Rachel Dolan. Yeah, who identified as, like, Roma. is like. Yeah. No, yeah. So it's sort of. Yeah similar yeah conversations that and then also yeah. how um Adefra has like really been like i think making making this conversation like creating the creating the first conversations about what it means to be black mm-hmm what it means to have this identity creating the voc- like the vocabulary that hasn't existed but before by like both like acting outwards and acting inwards mm-hmm. to the community and i think that the fact that that has to happen now is like clearly there's been like really like really really intentional erasing of these narratives Absolutely. that's happened 100%. and i think and that like, um like call like even just, like, I think it was in the Eggers reading, but she was talking about how, like, she took a course, like, on German history, and, like, they never directly referenced, colon- like, colonialism, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they, they that, like, the, the narrative of colonialism has, like, been erased. Yeah. And they talked about, like, German, like, imperialism, but, like, didn't mm-hmm. talk about, like, colonialism mm-hmm. and the impacts of that. And, yeah, like, that, absolutely. having that discourse be completely erased kind of explains why or like to a degree why there isn't even this discussion about race yeah like why in germany and then the fact that they're like you know that there needs to like they're in like such like a beginning stages of like even like figuring out what their own identity means because it's been so erased like like even like german language doesn't have space for these things like pronouns like Introducing yourself with your pronouns is a weird thing for them. Like, there there is no non-binary pronoun in German. Like, even Afro-German is like a new term for yeah, like yeah. 
the, the German language, really. Yeah. And so many, like, German non-white ethnicities don't have their own term because the language hasn't made space for them. And I feel like that even, like, um, what Lambda was talking about, how, like, a lot of what they're doing um, in a lot of their, like, groups is sort of, like, giving people the language they need to be able to identify themselves. Yeah. Um, sort of, like, how... Like, how can you talk about that in a, like, effective way if you can't even, if you don't even have the language to be able to, like, yeah define what these things are, so, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it is a tough thing, but I also do think that it is good that there are this many people in Berlin who are pushing for yeah. this kind of progress. Yeah, I mean, even, well... Like, I also really don't know if there are any organizations like this, but the Lambda, like, the Queer at School thing is the first organization I've, like, ever heard about. Talking to six-year-olds? No, that's, like, really focusing on, like, kids in school. Yeah. and like, Yeah. And I feel like that's such a, like important thing for like it's so kids who are developing and like yeah to see that um sort of well it's just like necessary you yeah know? like exactly. there's just like a serious gap i think in mm-hmm. like in like the education system mm-hmm. and i think the fact that this organization is existing and like yeah, like I, it's just like it's necessary. Yeah, and filling yeah. that gap that right. like mm-hmm. is so blatantly open. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So Well, I for one am very happy that this block was part of the semester. Oh yeah, my gosh. I I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that goes without saying for me. No, um, yeah. I was like like I had been dreading sort of this western time requirement <laughs> for probably yeah. the Amen. whole time I've been at CC. Um so to get an experience like this, um, yeah, is really more like, yeah. This should, yeah. if the Western time requirement is going to exist, this is what it should be. This is what it should be. Yeah. No, Absolutely. exactly. It should be focused on like how these issues of like colonialism, racism, heterosexism, like how the all of West. It, influences the rest of the world exactly like how all of these ideas are perpetuated and existing Mm -hmm. in western culture yeah um no yeah so thank you guys so much for (laughs) talking with me and and also thank you to everyone who was was able to give us time from their organizations. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. taking their own time to, you know... Yeah. And thank you talk to, to Heidi for, like, sharing with us her friends and her connections mm-hmm. here in Berlin. Absolutely. And just taking the time out of her schedule to come here during the winter <laughs> when it's freezing <laughs> cold. <laughs> and, and, and be our professor for this course. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 